Thank you. Um, good afternoon, everybody. I'm going to start off just by playing a little snippet of Yarn FM and who we are so that you can just get a little feel of Yarn FM. We are officially counting down just a few hours until the Yarn FM 2018 Music Award. We are here, Pula Power. How you doing, man? How you doing? You good? I'm always good. Let's talk. What are you doing here, bro? I mean, I was invited to come here, you know what I'm saying? So I guess Joanna had to just accept an invite, you know what I'm saying? So I'm out here, enjoying myself, pushing a new hashtag, hashtag Nela Jema Omar. My first time at the Yamas. Uh, haven't been really? to any haven't been to anyone. Okay. This is my first time. I've been living in Zambia. Yeah, oh yeah. So I figured uh, tonight I'm going to go all out and try and look sharp for this uh, wonderful occasion. And it's looking pretty cool. Everybody decided I'm going to do the whole suit thing and then you decided to go the left way. Uh, you tell me why. Well, basically it's because like, you know, I've, I've tried to do the fashion thing. I've never been much of a fashion person, so I'm performing today. Let's talk about your outfits. You guys are looking really, really All right, I'll play a little bit more again at the end. <laughs> All right, um, good afternoon again. As I say, my name is Kelly, and I'm the station manager of uh, Yarone FM, an amazing youth radio station in Botswana, in the heart of Botswana in Khaboroni. Um, let me just give you a little snippet, a little background um, about us. We were the first private radio station in Botswana ever in 1999, and... In radio terms, I guess that's very new. We're a very new industry, radio industry. Um, there were public um, broadcasters before. There was Radio Botswana One and Radio Botswana Two, which were owned by the which are owned by the government, and uh, they've been in existence for over 20 years. So we were the first licensed private radio station, and a few months later, another private radio station was licensed, and eight years later, the third one. So we only have three private radio stations in Botswana. So that just paints you the picture of who we are and what kind of an industry Botswana is and um, we were operating in a very small um, field. A um, little background on Botswana with two million of us in the size of France so it's very spacious, there's, there's a lot of land, there's a lot of um, 
Uh, the economical aspect of it is very good. Um, well, until recently with the whole economics around the world, but Botswana is, is a fairly good country, um, strong currency, um, and very stable and very safe. So, yeah. Some um, interesting facts about Yaron FM and us being a youthful radio station. We've always, always believed in our brand. That was the one thing that has made us so successful. We've, for the last 19 years, we've never deviated from who we are. That goes for, you know, from our content, that goes for who we hire, that goes to everything that we do, even our CSR projects, they're all youthful based. So the, some of the interesting facts about us is, you know, yes, we were the first private radio station. Our founder, Mr. Pesirari, that he was only 24 when he founded Yarn FM, and he was also the first station manager. Um, Yarn FM's initial years were founded around YFM, the one here in South Africa. So our, even our brand colors were the Y colors, and our official station voice back then was Mr. Shane Huntley from YFM. We've always had a powerful um, youth empowerment all the time. We've always had ensuring that our staff and the people who are around us are youth. Um, for example, right now, most of our employees and people who are working there are between the ages of 20 and 23. Um, at, uh, the programs manager, he's going to come up now, he's what, 28. We, we, we've always kept that youthful aspect of ensuring that um, we, we, we're, you know, we're centered around being youth. And that's what has always made us consistent. That's what always made us being great in what we do. We've always followed our brand. Yeah. And brand consistency is actually one of the main aspects that you should follow in anything that you do. All right, so over the years, we grew to become one of the recognizable and most successful radio brands in the country by sticking to our brand promise. And um, right now, we ensure that we're still the leading broadcaster for an audience between the ages of 21 and 29 segment. Um, you know, some of the celebrities that have come up from working at Yaron FM, um, I don't know if you know O'Neill, who went on to Big Brother, he's now in Cliff Central. Um, we've had our Mr. O there, who used to be our programs manager and station managers, were big DJs at the time. We've had artists like Scar, who's won Channel O Awards. And these are all, you know, radio presenters that have gone through uh, the Yaron FM channels. So basically, with Yaron FM, what we do is we make dreams come true. You know, the minute you start there, um, and you know your success in life and anything that you do after we ensure dreams come true and that's what our main focus has been so um, it's always been an aspiration and a place to um, to go to in terms of radio and in terms of um, getting what's latest what's trend setting that is one of our biggest focus what's what's trendy um, youth focused in any aspect of day-to-day -day basis in life all right, just a little bit about me. My, you know, my name is Kili Ramputz. I'm the station manager now. Um, I was the first female station manager at Yaron FM. I joined when I was 30. Um, I used to be a DJ uh, here in South Africa, and that's where my passion for radio started, at Rose Music Radio Station, where I used to be a presenter there. And, um, yeah, and I also got my big break. Um, Mr. Owen Ramp, who was the station manager at the time, gave me a slot on radio, and here I am as the station manager. And that is basically the story that we lead with at Yaron FM, that, you know, the, the, you, it makes your dreams come true, truly. Um, our programs manager is going to come up and tell his story too. You know, he was a presenter and now a programs manager. Our previous station managers, 
Um, we're also presenters, programs managers, then station manager. We're literally grooming within Yarn FM to ensure that, you know, eventually you are the one at the top, ensuring that you're the one running the place and ensuring that your dreams come true and opening up doors for all the other youth that are going to follow up, you know, after you. So that's basically one of the biggest messages that come out at um, Yarn FM and why we've been always successful. Um, not only do we make internal um, staff dreams come true, we ensure that around um, Botswana, when you have your presence, your song at Yaron FM becomes the number one most played song. When you have um, the breaking news, will you know, you'll first hear them at Yaron FM, especially youth issues. You know, we ensure that we are the go-to place in everything that we do from our breakfast to our afternoon. Right now, our breakfast show is actually the biggest in the country. So we're always making sure we are evolving and ensuring that we are number one in everything that we do, but still keeping to our main focus being the youth radio station. All right, so I'm just going to hand over to Tsepang, who's just going to tell you a little bit about himself and where we're going as a station. Good afternoon. Now, um, a question that I'm asked a lot is, um, are you still at Yarna FM? How come they haven't fired you? Um, I've been with the station for quite some time, and... Uh, I've developed this answer over time. It's, it's like a reflex now. I just say they treat me well. And like Kelly said, truly indeed, Yarno FM treats um, you well, uh, whether you're the artist, whether you're, you're a presenter. And career development is really, really big for the station. <clears throat> now, my presentation is in four parts. I'll tell you a bit about myself. I'll also tell you a bit about my journey with the station. I'll talk about what I've witnessed in terms of changes, the listenership, uh, the um, advertising. I'll also tell you about technology-wise. And then I'll close off with where we're sort of going as a radio station, right? And uh, us being here should be um, testimony of, of, of the fact that we're moving forward. Now, my name is Tsepang Mutsisi. I should get used to introducing myself as that uh, because I'm also known as DJ Izzy. Um, literally, last week was my last day on air, we had a, a mini outside broadcast. We're, we're famous for those taking the studio to, uh, you know, a, a different place, could be anywhere in town, out of town, within the country. And we just set up, we partner with different companies. This furniture was provided by a, a, a young company called Native Events. They do amazing work. And that water there is not there by chance. That was a partnership with Posh Water. So we do those kind of cool things and support youth businesses and we're youth, really youth oriented. Now, um, I was born in a, a village that's 40 kilometers away from the capital city, but I grew up in the capital city, Gaborone, in uh, Botswana. And um, I'm a husband, I'm a father of two. And the reason why I want to highlight these things is I, I feel like for me to have been a part of the journey um, with Yarna FM over these years, there's definitely a story that um, I'm carrying. And I asked a former programs manager, he said, you model um, the Yarna FM listener. Because Yarn FM is an aspirational brand, and, and, and I've always been attached and connected to it, wanting more, wanting to grow myself. And every time I listen, I pick up something new. And, you know, when I joined the station, it was the same. And now I was learning directly from the people I used to connect with um, on the radio. So I, I DJ, like I said, I've done radio for 11 years. I've done all the slots. And um, I also studied radio. I've got two uh, qualifications uh, through Limco Queen University, um, which we have a partnership with as well. Like I said, we're big on partnerships. And uh, I've won an award, um, a MISA Award, Media Institute of Southern Africa, for People's Choice um, Best Radio Presenter, uh, which is pretty cool. 
So I've, I've sort of lived that space, being a presenter and doing all that. And now I'm sort of going behind the scenes to sort of understand how the radio works. And for me, going behind the scenes, it wasn't really ever my plan. I just, you know, figured I'd rock shots, you know, do radio um, half day, then go do whatever else. But then it dawned upon me that, you know, over the years I've gathered so much knowledge and, and, and I must impart. And that's sort of how radio works, you know. And, and I'm loving what's happening here. There's, there's an exchange and that's truly the spirit that we live by as well. So I wanted to impart knowledge um, that I've gained over the years and continue learning and, and also sharing that knowledge. So that's uh, it about myself and uh, my journey with the station. Um, throughout my journey, I've, I've picked up a lot of things. As you can imagine, over time, there's a lot of changes. I'll start with listenership. Um, listenership patterns, um, th th we have a lot of import um, vehicles in, in Botswana currently that wouldn't readily come with FM stereo, and that would sort of affect um, listenership patterns. It's, a, it's an industry-wide um, problem. It would sort of just only, it catches only Radio Botswana, one, uh, the only radio station that um, um, started just after independence. Uh, the first broadcaster. So it only catches that one, then you have to sort of um, get some technology, band expander to expand that and, and listen in. Also, obviously, we're competing with um, uh, uh, the internet and people are consuming the music faster than they were back then. You know, back then we break a song and people would be waiting there, sitting, waiting for that uh, new song to play. But now people might necessarily get the song before us, but we we sort of serve it in a special way so they'll still keep coming back because we don't just play the music, we, we live the music. So you sort of come off of that song and you tell a story. You tell the listener something about that song that they might not know or you give your opinion. You know, we are opinionated, there's freedom of expression. So our presenters are there themselves. You know, if they don't like a song, they go on and say, hey, everybody's talking about this song, but I know, don't necessarily like it, maybe it'll grow on me. And then when they like the song, they'll still talk about the song. Um, so that's the kind of spirit and uh, openness that we have at the station. So in terms of listenership, that's what I've, I've, I've witnessed in terms of changes over the years. Um, advertising, um, recently the government started spending less. You know, government biggest spender um, in, in, in the country spent less. And what that meant was we are affected, being a commercial broadcaster, um, the fact that now... Um, we're no more getting those um, 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 government checks. That sort of affected us, and, and not us alone, but the industry. So that's um, one way we, we got affected. And some, some media houses even closed because of that. And uh, uh, we worked through it. That means you get to be more creative, more partnerships, and you work with different people. And those are some of the changes that I've witnessed over the years. Technology-wise, uh, social media. Um, I remember being forced to join. Um, which one? Which one came on first? Facebook came on. We were forced by the then programs manager. We knew nothing about that, but hey, we we jumped on it. And right now, our our presenters and even those that have left, you know, have big followership because we sort of joined first. Same with Twitter. Twitter was even worse. We just thought this man is, is really just asking for too much of us. But right now, we have the biggest followership as, as a radio station on Twitter in the country, nationwide, uh, with over 140,000 followers on Twitter. That's pretty big in Botswana. And uh, like I said, um, the station will constantly tweet, tag its presenters and its teams. And then that's how um, sort of the team also gets to, to get bigger and their brands grow bigger. Um, we literally feed the industry in Botswana because a lot of the talent, not only on Yarn FM, even on many other stations, have 
either started with Yarn FM or listen to Yarn FM to feed their shows. That happens um, uh, quite a bit because we're big on, on talent development and we're big on you know, really making sure that people um, get to shine through us. And lastly, um, where are we going as a radio station? More and more partnerships, now more than ever, strategic partnerships and doing specialized projects. You just saw a clip earlier on from uh, the Yarn FM Music Awards, the, the Yamas. Uh, we had a partnership with a network provider called Orange where you know, they did the fan park and they sort of owned it, had a whole orange carpet and uh, you know, it was lit and glamour. So s partnerships like those are, are where we're headed um, so that we can grow alongside uh, businesses. But you know, we abs absolutely love when we partner with uh, youth businesses as well because entrepreneurship is really huge right now also in Botswana. And also, um, if you really track our progress, we've been growing from being just the regional broadcaster, Khaborone surrounding areas, to 2008 now, you know, covering most parts of the country, uh, you know, uh, most urban centers and a few uh, villages. And now we are gunning for almost the entire country. Currently, we're at 65%. We're hoping to get to just under 100%, 99.9%, um, you know, uh, because it wouldn't be commercially viable to go for every every spot. But 99.9 is pretty much uh, the whole country. So that's where we're sort of going as a station. And uh, you'll definitely hear more of Yarn FM. Thank you. All right. Uh, just to add on, um, lastly, um, just talking about, especially on the advertising side and the impact um, on our radio station. So um, we sometimes we're called an extension of South Africa, which is sometimes not good for us. So what would happen is a lot of companies um, would rather spend a lot of money here in South Africa because they would say um, certain stations already you could hear them in, in Botswana, which happens a lot. There's a lot of that. And then we also watch a lot of television, TVs from here. So DSTV, you name it. Um, and um, especially the stations around the Mafiking areas, your Muzredin, you know, you still get them in, in, in Botswana. So a lot of advertisers would say, you know, why should we spend money here and in Botswana? So those are some of the impacts that, or, or the issues that we go through in Botswana. We're always trying to change that, that the market is different. The buying power is different. The, the consumption of that product is different. You know, Botswana, yes, we're close to South Africa, but they're totally, totally different in the way they spend, in the way they consume certain products. Um, but it's all about educating, um, you know, your, your advertisers and ensuring that they also come on board and spend at uh, Yarone FM. The, the other aspect um, that, that Izzy uh, talked about was we've always been a trendsetter. We've always been number one. And to be number one, it means everybody else is either going to copy what you do and make it better. So what makes us still number one is one of the reasons why we're still existing. So what we've done is we've always tried to evolve and ensuring that we, we, we learn about radio all around the world. I mean, being here has been so fantastic because we've taken a lot of things that we're going to take back to Botswana. Um, also, not even that, we ensure that we research our audience. We research, we, we find out who, um, uh, where our strength uh, is in Khaburun um, and in Botswana as a whole and ensure we use that to ensure we're, we're always the number one. So that's why as being 19 years in the industry has always ensured that um, we are constantly up to date with everything that is happening around. So yeah, thank you so much.
Thank you so much to both of you, Tebang and Kelly from Yagona FM. I'm opening the floor to anybody who wants to ask them any questions. Um, okay, uh, yesterday I was telling her it was exciting uh, meeting both of them and I told them a quick brief of how uh, about this time last year, some actually about two years ago, so I was starting out a new radio station in Lagos and a young lady comes to me with some unusual name uh, and her name, now I can pronounce her name, is Homoto. Uh, so she comes to me and sends an application saying, hey, she, she's new, she just wants a job. Quite frankly, I get tons of those every day. I really didn't look at that. And I'm sure some people will understand how that can, it depends on when, how you're caught and when you're caught. But strangely, I get to look at her CV and I saw Yaruna FM on it and she had done a brief very brief internship and once i saw that because i had years earlier i'd seen something about yarona and then once in a while i've had times when i've listened in and then i sent for her and the rest like they say is history so i basically offered her a chance to just come to work with us because she had had a stint at yarona but um so i mean it's 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 evidence of consistent good work that has been happening and you never know where our work is being consumed and I think that's part of what the internet age has done. Um, but fast track to the very thing I want to, to, to maybe share best practice with you or understand how you do it. 19 years is a long time doing radio in the same format and there's usually that thing you deal with where the people you started out with 19 years ago who were teenagers are uh, um, at their youngest would be closing in on 40. So what do you do with those in your market? Are you, because you, you most likely lose them or you adjust to accommodate them, which changes the very essence of also who you're trying to keep. So where, where do you go? Do you change to accommodate them or do you say hi and bye and focus on the new guys? Um, yes, actually, that's a, that's a question that always comes through to us, especially even on the sales side. A lot of the sales teams get frustrated at times when sometimes they're not selling to a certain, I don't know, a certain client that wants maybe an older clientele. You know, station imaging and station branding is your strongest point. And that's the one thing you need to always, always promote. Unfortunately, over the years, that 29-year-old person will be 40. And unfortunately, that's the 40-year-old is not who we're selling to, unfortunately. Um, sometimes we do have a spillover, don't get me wrong. Our breakfast, breakfast show is the biggest in the country. In fact, I've heard a lot of people who are 35 plus who actually do listen to it. But if you listen to the content, it's very youth-based. And the reason why we also don't deviate from our clientele or our market or our consumer is that's generally the buying power for any product to be told. Think about it. From insurance companies, at 24, 25, you're buying your first house car, you need insurance. At 24, 25, you are starting out a family, you're buying groceries, you're starting out your new apartment and place. You know, you're getting mortgages and loans for banks. So there is no client truly at that age that 
as a radio station, we cannot sell to. And that's why we never really deviated. And truly, and also, um, not to put it in a cocky way, but we're the cool kids in town. Truly, we are. And if you're not listening to us, I don't know who you're listening to. We truly are the cool kids. And even when you're in Botswana, we act like the cool kids. We're, you know, we're the trendsetters in anything. So if you want to find out what's happening around the world, we're the station that you should be listening to. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm interested because um, you spoke about having 65% coverage of the country and you're working towards 95. So I'm interested in understanding how you interface with your regulators. Is there a regulator in, in Botswana and um, do you have free reign to just expand your coverage um, without um, limitations? So that's actually a good question. So we can actually talk about regulation on the radio side. So the reason why we have three radio stations actually highly regu heavily regulated. You it actually takes a lot more time for them to license the, the next radio station. So even to get coverage in a certain part of the country, you actually have to ask the regulator to give you those frequencies. So so they've set um, targets and what do you call it targets for us to achieve the coverage around Botswana. So right now at 2018, we've actually reached the right coverage of 65%, which is areas, if you know Botswana quite well, on the eastern side from Khaburun all the way to Francistown, the other capital city, um, all the way to Maung, which is a big tourist area. So those are the areas that we are at. So by 2020, they expect us to cover the areas down south, which is mainly the desert areas you're joining, going to Hansi areas, which we, we still have two years to, go, to get there. Um, the reason why the regulator gives us so much time is because it's actually been very expensive in the past. But we will truly say technology has gotten so much better right now for us to now start doing coverage around. I mean, we're using fiber now, we use satellite before, and that was very expensive. Um, so with technology, we've actually, you know, I was very interested to actually read, um, listen on the one of the presentation on digital broadcasting, just to ensure that, you know, getting our message across in the cheapest way and ensuring that we're everywhere. So, um, yeah, we, we're actually very much regulated in Botswana, and we have to ask for every frequency that we get into. Yeah. That was the same question. Okay. Hi, my name's Max. I'm from Jacaranda FM. Uh, my question is more around your treatment of news on a youth station. Because uh, when I look at the station that you guys have modeled yourself on, right now they're on a minute news bite every top of hour. Uh, how's your treatment of that? Yeah. Okay, good question. Um, news are also regulated, by the way, with a regulator. So th we have to have news that is it five times or six times a day, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, uh, you know, some back in the day, I know one of the biggest arguments or conversations within our teams mm -hmm. were, you know, the youth, what is it that they want to listen, you know, to hear in the news? Should we always be talking about um, unemployment, which is one of the biggest issues that are affecting the youth? Or we can actually also talk about Trump and everything else internationally. Um, and what we found is today's youth are very different. You know, if you speak to our parents at age 25, they were probably maybe married with four kids by then. I'm just saying, they were, the, the way they used to consume things then are very different from today. Whereas today's youth are a lot on their apps, they're a lot on what's happening internationally, what's that gonna do to the pula, well, you know, what's my buying power, where's the fuel going, am I gonna afford to buy you know, fuel and put you know, groceries for you know, my kids or 
go to school, do my master's and also work. Today's youth, what they need is so different. And we've had to adapt to that with our news to ensure that the information that we give them is information they can use on a day-to-day basis. So at 9 o'clock every day, we, I know we have an African um, the news part, which is only on African news, because we travel around Africa. There's a lot of things happening. I remember when the Zambia changed their currency, which was now matching ours. You know, now that means going to Zambia is a little bit more costly than it was before. So now that's what we focus on, things that are going to affect today's youth on a daily basis. So that's what our news are, yeah. It's like you were listening to me when I was talking to him. I said, now that we've just launched into fiber, we've now, we're actually the only station on fiber in Botswana. So why not now get into DAB, research as much as we can right now and take it back once again, trend setting. So that's what we're always doing. We're always just trying to be number one, always trying to be a step ahead than everybody else. But you're right. That is actually what we were talking about, that we should really look into it. Yeah. I'll ask a question as well. <laughs> So, I mean, because you guys are such a young industry in Botswana and you're so close to South Africa, do you find that it's hard to be authentic to the audience of Botswana, particularly uh, without getting too affected by the things that are happening in South Africa, the trends in South Africa, the things that are happening on social media that affect South Africa? So how do you guys stay, uh, stay authentic to your audience, but also know that, you know, these days young people are global citizens? Um, it's actually the other way around because I'll give you a little history about Botswana. We are highly, um, how do I put it, economically a very strong country economically. So because of our diamonds, we've all been sent to school outside, whether internationally in South Africa and everywhere else. So our, the, what we consume is generally, and even the way we speak or the music and the culture is generally either American or South African. So what we've now done is actually changed that. We're now saying we are pro BW. We are now saying, so a lot of, Yarana FM has now the leading industry in playing local music and that's what we make sure. So around September, around our independence, we make sure we play 100% local Botswana music and ensure that our culture grows a lot more. And that has, I'll actually tell you a good story what has, that has done now. I mean, we had a meeting last week with Cooley, uh, just a little snippet here, where he says, let's now bridge that. You know, bring some of the Botswana music industry um, into South Africa and South Africa, vice versa. So now we're now bridging that. And we had a meeting here with Tandi and saying, in Radio Phoenix Zambia, saying, let's now bridge you know, making sure that our culture is also known in other countries. So yes, it's, it's, it's um, we, we, we celebrate a lot of the things that South Africans also celebrate, but now what we've now done is also just took a stand and said, proudly BW and ensuring that we grow also. 
Just to add on to that, um, I think I've witnessed uh, personally over the years just um, the station go from glamorizing international music. I'm sure it, we've all sort of been through the stages as, as different countries. I know Nigeria went through it and they stood up and, and against it. So in Botswana, we've, we've, we've also at some point we realized that, wait a minute, our artists keep bringing music. Why are we playing less of them? Let's actually um, bump it up. And the regulator also um, would sort of be nudging us and saying, play more local. We want more local content. So we upped that. And now we play every third song on our station is local. So we can probably say we're doing about 60% local music on the station. And that's way more than, than our competitors and anybody else in the market. right? And uh, just going forward, we, we, we're like, I was just telling you earlier that we're, we're the artist's friend. Through the Yarn FM Music Awards, we just had the fourth one. Um, we are friends with the artists now. The artists can even come to our presenter, sit down and say, look, I've got a new song. Do you think the people will like it? If they won't, the artists will literally go back. If they say, if uh, Yarn FM says it's not banging, then it won't be banging. And they want to sort of debut it on, on, on our platform first. So one, that's one of the biggest challenges actually back home now um, in terms of the music and growing our, our own local talent. I mean, even some of the, the billboards, adverts, radio ads are, are coming from outside and we're saying, no, we've got people that can sort of revoice these ads and and we've got models that can actually um do a better job here or or you know the same to the same standard um now i, I was gonna um highlight the fact that um the one on music is is a really big concern and uh, just one of our artists is, is actually at the forefront he just walked a thousand kilometers year before i uh, was it last year he walked a thousand kilometers across the country to try and raise awareness for pro being pro local he did a, a sold out show at a stadium um the capacity was twenty thousand. he had twenty thousand people at an all local concert because um, being a landlocked country, obviously, we're likely to consume a lot of um, content from outside. But now we're saying, look, we've got uh, talent here. He walked 2,000 kilometers this year to say, hey, I'm quite serious. So I think you're going to see more and more um, Botswana content being uh, played in Botswana, firstly. And then with technology like DAB and you know, us being online and with, with um, us going in the direction of an app very soon, um, our international community will take note then our stars will, will start to shine more. And one, one of the things we've talked about with our Zambian counterparts from Phoenix FM, uh, our sister station, is why don't we have an exchange? We'll play one of your songs from Zambia, you play one of our, our songs from, from um, Botswana. And we have to sort of get that um, exchange going. We can do it with Zambia as well. We do it with uh, Zimbabwe. And then we, we, we sort of you know, promote each other like that. So it's a big concern. Botswana's not the only country. I'd love to see that sort of happening. Um, my, my Zambian brothers, yeah, we need to talk about that. Um, uh, Nigeria as well. Thank you. Well, I'm sold. There's diamonds, there's land. I'm brushing up on my Botswana and I'm coming, guys. Can we give them one last round of applause? <laughs> Thank you.